Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I'm a life mindset and human design mentor who is all about helping you heal and rediscover your authentic self so you can go out and do some really epic stuff. So this podcast is going to be all about spirituality, self-empowerment, self-discovery, wellness, healing, parenting, sobriety, mental health, you name it, we're going to talk about it. This is all about helping you along in your own self-project journey. So go ahead and let's sit back and dive right in. I want to welcome to the show today, Yvette Bowden. And Yvette is the founder and author behind Awakened Woman, which she's going to tell us more about today. And she is really seeking to empower and encourage women who are searching for personalized definitions of success. And she is building strong communities through vulnerable and powerful storytelling. And I just love that she's just empowering and encouraging women because um, I think we just need more of that nowadays. We forget how uh, we like to play small. You know, we forget how powerful we are. We forget how, you know, worthy we are. We forget how much we have to offer. And, um, you know, we lose ourselves in, in all the different roles that we play in our lives. And so I'm going to see if I can kind of turn it over to you, Yvette, and see if you mind introducing yourself, telling us more about you and just uh, what it is that you do. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. And I always get um, just really passionate when I speak about um, Awakened Woman. It's short AW, it's a mouthful. Um, AW is, <laughs> it's a platform um, it, it's a platform for women. I started it uh, around 2018, right after um, a divorce. Where, so to make a long story short, I went through a divorce. I had been with my husband for 10 years, and it was a very painful divorce. Um, we never get married thinking we're going to get divorced. Um, my life imploded. I just felt that, you know, um, we were getting married to be together for the rest of our lives and it didn't work out that way. And, uh, when I'm asked about it, I just feel like, um, there was a lot of love. I, um, during the time in the relationship, I lost my identity. I went through sort of, um, it was an inquisition with myself. I had so many questions about who I was and what I wanted. And at the end of that, he didn't fit in um, or what we had didn't fit into who I was becoming. And it's a really powerful um, journey that never stops. So, you know, this divorce triggered a depression. Um, it was very difficult to go through all these things um, by myself. And when I say by myself, I think as women, when we go through these things, even if when we have that support network, we feel shame, embarrassment, um, guilt, we go through all these emotions. 
And because of those feelings, we sort of trap ourselves into a corner and we don't share um, all the things that are happening um, internally. And instead we choose to go through it alone. And, and I think I did that um, quite a bit and it made me feel alone. So during this, you know, loneliness, I started writing um, and it turned into a book and I didn't set out to uh, write a book. It's, and I always say this, I'm sure if you go back to other interviews, I always say that um, the book wrote me. I just felt during this period that I, you know, I went to the Barnes and Noble, I went through Amazon and I couldn't find the book that I could connect to. Um, it was either uh, someone writing in language that I couldn't connect with or writing it in a way that uh, it didn't feel authentic and it didn't feel like I could connect to what they were saying because maybe there were a lot of big terms or so when I wrote this book I said you know what there have to be other women not only going through this but feeling the same way I do and in a society where I think I, I don't know the exact stats now but um, 49, 50% of marriages end in divorce. I knew I wasn't the only one going through it. So I wrote the book um, over a couple years. And then shortly after that, I started AW because a book, literally it was the journey of the divorce to becoming awakened woman. I was enlightened. I had finally started to figure out who I was and I was on this journey. So that what that's what the book is. But AW has right now close to I think about four hundred articles that I've written, and and there is so much more to cover. It's incredible. I mean, I talk about dating, about love, about cheating, about self empowerment, about relationships with other women. Um, as far as you know, connecting to other women and sharing stories with other women and the power of that. And recently, um, around the summer of last year of 2020, I started find reaching out to other women, CEOs, actresses, doctors, to share their stories. Because I believe that no matter how much money you have, no matter what your background is, we all have experiences and there is overlap. It's almost like a big quilt. And I think when we open up these stories and we allow ourselves to be vulnerable and share the stories, that's the connection. That's how we help each other. So I think AW is a resource that is important for women who maybe have lost hope, feel alone, and just sort of want to read from a woman's perspective without having to maybe share what she's going through sort of like um, sort of like that place you can go to and, and read stories and feel like, wow, there are others like me. That's incredible. I, Thank you. I, I love how you say, um, you know, you didn't resonate with a book and I can really attest to that because I, I love to read. And so um, when I start with a book, I can usually get about a chapter or two in and I know if this book is going to be one that I'm going to relate to and I want to stick with it or if I'm just 
almost forcing myself through it. And I'm like, I'm not going to get anything from this because I'm just not like, say I'm not feeling it, you know, (laughs) just not feeling it. And so I, I like how you, well, I don't like how you didn't find something that you didn't resonate with, but instead of just, you know, walking away and saying, well, I can't find anything and not doing anything about it. You said, no, I'm going to write something because there are other people out there who need to hear it in your voice. They need to hear the way that you explain it. Um, That was a huge realization for myself in learning how to start sharing my voice, because that was just a very scary thing for me. Lots of limiting beliefs surrounding that, that, you know, I still work through on a daily basis. I think we'll probably always be working through something. Um, But, you know, um, starting to go through all of that, I, um, that was a big thing that a lot of people kept telling me was like, wow, the way that you said it that way really makes sense for me. Or I really resonated with the way that you said that or that experience that you shared. And, um, you know, just hearing that and hearing other people say about sharing your voice, like people need to hear it from you and your message, you're going to um, affect people or people are going to be in your audience of listeners that aren't going to have heard it from somebody else. Cause that was a big thing for me too, being a fraud. I'm like, well, somebody else teaches that better. Or somebody else knows more about um, mindset. So they should talk about that. Or, you know, somebody else knows more about, um, I don't know, maybe imposter syndrome. So why would I teach about that? And then, and then it just, I can't remember who it was that told me was like, yes, but the people that are, you know, listening to you and that are kind of like in your sphere of influence, they don't know anything about it. And you almost planting that seed for them could be a life changer or the way that you explain something could be just what makes that click for them. So I just really, um, yeah, I just really wanted to tie all of that together because I think it's so important that if you're feeling scared to share your voice or you're feeling unsure about it or you're, you know, feeling like you don't even have anything to share. This is a really important reminder that somebody's. Well, I think the other thing is that the, um, the, the stories, and it's important to point out, um, women don't have, most women don't have a lot of time to sit in front of, you know, sit and read an entire book. I mean, we have children, we have, you know, laundry, we have, to cook. I mean, we have a million things that we try and do in 20, not even 24 hours because you have to sleep. So these articles are literally six, seven minute reads. They're very quick reads. It's basic language. Um, I do add links for resources. So I think it's important because you want those quick reads that sort of just give you the story, give you, you know, the moral of the story and sort of suggests to you or poses a question like you said, plants a seed. So I think this is key in AW, they're short stories. I love that. Um, and that appeals absolutely 100% to somebody like me, busy mom doing the laundry, you know, all of those things at the same time that I would prefer to be able to sit down even versus like listening to podcasts or watching a video to learn something sometimes. I'm like, give me the transcript of it. Give me something that I can read because I can usually get through it quicker. And um, I'm kind of one of those skimmers and picking out keywords and things like that. So 
So I'm like, I'm um, excited to go and check out some of your articles because I'm like, that sounds right up my alley, something, you know, short, but something that's also going to be what I like to call brain fruit, brain fruit, brain food. (laughs) Okay. Brain food. food. I can't speak. When I get excited, I start talking too fast and then I verbally trip over myself. Um, What I like to call brain food. So it's actually things that, you know, are for your personal growth or that are going to help teach you something or just that are going to help fill your cup or help you, you know, realize something, any of those things. So I'm excited to go and check that out. I would love to, um, well, I would love to know if, if, since we're on that subject, where can we find your articles at? Where's your website? So the website is awakened-woman.com. I'm also on Instagram as Woman Awakened, um, on Twitter as Woman Awakened, and on um, what is it? Facebook, of course, uh, AW Inspires. Perfect. And so everything also will be linked up in show notes so that you will be able to connect with Yvette if you're interested in um, checking out her book or checking out her articles. What other ways um, are you working with women? Do you work one-on-one with anybody or have any group programs? I actually am working on something, um, but that's sort of in the works and I haven't figured out the details yet. Uh, I think one of the most important things to um, highlight is that AW, it's really, um, it's a community that I'm looking to build and it's a free site and I've kept it that way because I feel it's so important to have resources um, for women that are in pain Um, and there's so many and it's it's really, um, it it really does connect with me when I, hear a woman, you know, share her pain, um, because so many are in silence. And one of one of the many topics on the site is I talk about domestic violence, I talk about uh, violence against women, because I think that's a topic that is taboo to a degree, um, in the sense or has been not so much anymore, thankfully, after the Me Too movement. But um, I think we need to open up about the difficult subjects as well. And um, I was able, I was lucky enough to interview a woman who was a victim of domestic violence. And I did it in a way that was respectful, that was um, sensitive, but I wanted to tell her story because there's so many of these stories, especially, you know, during last year when everyone was on lockdown, this was a problem. And I think we need to talk about those things as well. Um, One of the other stories, which is also powerful, I interviewed a um, entrepreneur. She is the CEO of um, a medical center in Westchester, New York, and she is extremely intelligent. She's very successful. She's doing so much for the um, Latino immigrant community. She was raped at the age of nine and she literally took her trauma the pain of trauma and it's almost like she used it um as a cape 
she is one of the most courageous women I've spoken to. And she, I mean, she fought tooth and nail and she became the best self. And those are the stories that are important for us to tell. This is incredible. Do you have a podcast as well? Or is I've been asked that so many times. You know, like, oh my <laughs> People have been asking me about a podcast for a really long time. And um, they asked me, well, why don't you, you know, talk to these women? It's, um, it's something that I have toyed with, but um, I haven't uh, finalized anything yet. But yes, I've been asked. I don't have a podcast. <laughs> I love it. Wow. Um, just everything that you are doing is so powerful. Um, I, you know, I want to touch on what you said about domestic violence uh, during lockdown. I don't know the exact statistics, but it's gone up astronomically. Um, just between that, and I'm also thinking what pops into my head is... Um, my husband was telling me that this that like child abuse the calls to cps have gone down dramatically because the kids like in our area aren't in school or any of that and those are typically where those calls come from from reporting and i'm just like this i mean we could touch into a whole nother subject and go a whole nother route talking about that but it's just and it's i mean these cases i i know it, it's the ugly part of um humanity but i you know when i interviewed this woman i had never spoken to her before um i had re i read her book before i spoke to her and it was a very difficult read she wrote a book um and, but i wanted to make sure that i would do justice to the to her story and i have to tell you when i read the book and i still get emotional and i spoke to her my tears came out because um I felt her pain, but my the tears were more tears of joy for her because I was able to see someone that had blossomed from pain. And, you know, I went through my, my own pain in my divorce and we're, we're amazing. Women are amazing. Human beings are amazing. And I think it's important to highlight, yes, we do have a lot of ugly but we can come out of it. It just, it takes incredible will. I um, It's like collective shadow. You see, you know, we see that as like you said, the ugly bad part of humanity. Um, so like the collective shadow, but it's, it's like we need to shine light on that shadow to, to heal it, to help bring it to, um, you know, a place where we can talk about it because it's not just, it's, it's so many, you know, it's so, I want to say widespread is the word that I keep wanting to use. I'm not sure why, but it's, it's so much more prevalent than we know it is. And just hearing one person share their story, no matter what it is, you know, if it's domestic violence, like in my case, um, my story that I share is one of uh, addiction and, you know, going through that, finding my journey to sobriety. And so in my case, I was terrified to speak about that for years. And once I did start speaking about that, it was like so many people were like, oh, you've helped me so much by speaking about this. And so by us, you know, all of these women that you've interviewed, all of these people that I've been interviewing, every person that shares their story and shares what they've been through, it's like we can shine this light on this collective shadow to, you know, help others stand in their power and their voice and help them realize that, you know, there's nothing wrong with any of us. There's, we're all worthy. We all 
have to go through our experiences. We're all here to learn something, you know, and we're not alone. That's the biggest thing. We're not alone. We're not doing this alone. And we tend to, we tend to isolate ourselves. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And, you know, and, and like I mentioned before, it's, you know, we have to sort of forgive ourselves and release ourselves from all the guilt and the shame. And it's not easy and it takes time and it's constant work. It's constant work. Oh yeah. 100%. Um, I would love to know kind of, um, you know, before we close out, obviously, like you said, it's constant work and these are it's a long journey too to find that healing from that point where you're like, I need this change. I, you know, where you've kind of had enough, you've hit, I want to say your rock bottom. Um, and it is a long road. It's not a quick overnight thing, but where would you advise, um, you know, women who are starting this journey, like, um, just kind of starting over again, needing to find themselves. So they've been through all these things. Where do you advise that they start? I think it's it's definitely different for every woman. Um, I think one of the most important things to do before you even take a step is ask yourself the difficult questions or write them down in a journal. Um, just do an inquiry. Um, am I happy? Why am I not happy? And in, one of the, and I've been asked this before, what has been one of the most difficult aspects of the journey? And it, it ties into what I just said. Um, being honest with yourself is one of the most difficult things that I've ever had to do. Being, <laughs> it's funny because with other people, I mean, it's just, it's different. Um, but just, it, it's almost like, seeing yourself, you know, looking into, let's just figuratively speaking, looking at your reflection and being honest about the things that you've experienced, you know, and it's particularly the bad ones, Um, the mistakes that you've made, the bad judgment calls or, you know, the failures, all all these negative terms we use for our experiences. being honest about those things is where it all starts because if you can't be honest you're you cannot there's no way to take a step anywhere and that's really hard i mean i can't stress how difficult that has been and that takes constant practice because you 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 know sometimes you kind of want to go back into that that sort of comfortable zone where you know, you, you kind of say, well, it's not so bad. And no, you have to continue to be honest with yourself. And that is where the journey has to start before, before you even, because I was in therapy for a long time after my divorce, before I even went to therapy, before I went to the self help section, before I went online to Google, you know, what, you know, what does a woman do after divorce, whatever it is, before you even get to all that, it's the honesty. It's having that heart to heart. That's where it, where it all starts. I'm like, yes. Oh my gosh. But I'm just thinking, like you said, some, that's 
that's the hardest part sometimes. And it's a constant practice because there's times, like you said, I'll catch myself slipping. Um, I was thinking like self-sabotage. I'll catch myself, um, you know, why am I slipping back into these habits of like things like ignoring emails or just, you know, referring to my business or why are you not, you know, responding to these things? Why are we back slipping into this fear of success loop again? And um, so that's the the thought that kind of popped up for me, the example that I um, kind of run into. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's, that's, I think that's the, that's the magical part of this, you know, just, talking to you and going on these podcasts is that every time I open up the topic, um, you know, women look at me and it's, you don't even have to say anything. It's like, I know, I know I've been there and that's how we connect. And that's how we help each other. We, we really do, um, have so much more in common Mm -hmm. than not. I love that reminder too, because, um, I think we're feeling, I think we're feeling the shift and the call now more than ever to start kind of building community again. For so long, we were, you know, driven apart as women and keep isolated and keep kind of, I want to say almost like clickish. I'm thinking of like the high school cliques where everybody's in their little corner. And I really, really hope, and I think that I'm seeing that swing back towards community again, towards just everybody together. And there's not these dumb, stupid little clicks. It's just women supporting women. And, you know, just like this, you know, sharing our stories, how can I help you? Wow, what you're doing is incredible. Let me share about it. Let me tell other people because, you know, it's all about just helping other women, helping humanity in general, you know, because when we help, when we help ourselves, it seeps out into everybody around us, you know, our relationships, our kids, our uh, friendships. So by helping ourselves, we're helping everybody around us. It's interesting because, you know, to your point, um, I've, I, one of the questions I get is what inspires you? What keeps you doing this? And the truth is the stories that I hear, the stories that are told to me, that's what keeps me inspired. That's what keeps me going. Um, so thank you for sharing yours, for allowing me to come on your podcast, because it's, it's, you know, it's one of the avenues that I use to spread the message. And I'm, I'm really hoping that women sort of, it's like pay it forward. Um, because I think we need to do more of that. I 100% agree with you. So I just have to thank you, Yvette, so, so much for coming on, for giving your time to us today. This has been an incredible conversation, and I'm sure that we could probably talk for like hours and hours longer (laughs) on all the things. I'm sure we could. But um, again, if you are listening and you want to connect with Yvette, please scroll down and all links are going to be in the show note that you can go straight over to her website, connect with her. Instagram, Facebook, all of the sites. I encourage you to reach out, um, especially if you have felt inspired by anything today. Please go read her articles. I know I'm going to be going and checking those out. And also her book. Yvette, do you want to tell us the, the title of your book and where we could find it if somebody wants to get it? Is it on Amazon? 
Absolutely. It's on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, and it's called A Journey to Becoming the Best Self. And it has some tips and, and it's funny and some parts are, you know, sad, but um, it's, it's, uh, it's a book written from a real woman's perspective. Awesome. I love that. Thank you so much. Did you have anything that we didn't, um, any kind of closing thoughts or anything that you wanted to mention we didn't talk about? I always try and um, finish with um, just an important thought uh, for any woman that is out there and is struggling um, in a relationship in life. Um, I would say find your self-worth. Um, I, I don't think there's anything more valuable than finding your the value in what you bring to this world. I think we all have something unique. And once you tap into that, your life changes. Absolutely. Thank you for that beautiful message. And thank you for your time today, Yvette, and everything that you've given to me and to our listeners that we can all, we're all going to be able to take away. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And I will see you next time.